Trey Searcy here with you on the all-new WTTR, the Word of Reconciliation and Songs of Grace. Today I'm asking the question, when did you stop believing your Bible? God said he would successfully preserve his word. He did. He did exactly what he said. Yet somewhere along the way, you jumped ship and stopped believing him. What hindered you from obeying the truth? We have our Bible correctors out there. Oh, they know more than God, so they're going to write an article about it and correct some things for you in your King James Bible. Such a marvelous thing when we consider that God has given us His perfectly inspired and preserved words. In Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 3, we find this, The word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi. So here we see that God accomplished exactly what He set out to do, which was to have Ezekiel write down His words. No need for today's modern man and his extra thoughts or creative concepts. Nope, God's word is above his name. That's what he said. And the last time I checked, his words work just fine. The great prophet Jeremiah. Let's talk about him for a moment. He wrote of something God told him, Take thee a roll of a book, and write therein all the words that I have spoken unto thee. Words, God's words, not man's, God's. God never tells Jeremiah that, Hey, I'm going to give you some words. I want you to then go write a commentary. God gave him words, pure, perfect, and preserved words. The power is not in man and his Mickey Mouse scholarship. Unlike many men of our day, Jeremiah understood this. He knew this. He knew it wasn't about him. Hey, an unsaved man can't understand this book because the things written, they're spiritually discerned. So do the math. Simple math tells us that if you're saved, you can. You can understand these words. Speaking with a fellow about the word of reconciliation when he he expressed to me how much he loved to study God's word and to, to only later find out that what he really meant was he'd been studying man's commentary. That was his definition, and, and a lot of people, that's their definition of studying God's word. So I let him in on a little secret. Don't ever say you're studying the Bible while reading man's commentary. Don't do that. Be more respectful to God's Word. Commentaries are just comments on the Bible, about the Bible. They're not Bible. Every commentary you'll ever read comes to you from man's vantage point. It's only the Bible. Listen, only the Bible comes to you from God's perspective, from His point of view. Meaning, It's only fitting, only proper to study the Bible to understand commentaries, not study commentaries to try and understand the Bible. So again, the question, when did you stop believing God? When did you stop believing your Bible and began to believe man? Get out your scales of discernment. God's perspective, man's perspective. 
God's perspective, man's perspective. Should be an easy choice. I'll never forget um, a couple from Florida. One of them died in, in 2020, the other in 21. But I'll never forget a phone call George made. And uh, I'm, I may even play it uh, here in a moment if I can locate it. But George said, after finding us, he started to understand and take God at his word. So he no longer had the need for Bibles with man's commentaries. He also said he stopped buying preacher books. Hey, here it is. L- let, me, let me run this for you. Let me, let's see. Let's see. Let's hear this real quick, and I'll come right back. I was 60 years old before I finally heard about rightly dividing, and uh, I've learned a lot. I'm 71 now. I have that freedom you talk about, the, the righteousness of God in Christ, and, I, and, and knowing, finished cross work of Christ, as you say. I was raised Baptist, and uh, I'll tell you, we thought we had it right over everybody else, and we were, but we were totally wrong. And, uh, you know, thank God for I... I met death. I've heard the truth, the true gospel of Paul that Jesus gave to him, and, and I'm free. You know, I, I have freedom I've never had before. You know, it's amazing. We're learning a lot from your, your programs. I mean, we're pairing Scripture with Scripture. I, I write it in my, uh, i got a journal Bible where I can write verses out to the side, so I have the references later to go from verse to verse. Well, I've thrown away the Bibles that have much reference at all. I don't even want one with their notes in it. I've thrown away parallel Bibles and New American Standards and NIVs. I don't have anything around but the King James, and I try to get one that doesn't have anybody's uh, comments in. The wisdom of man always gets in the way of the Word of God. I was one of them for that 40 years. I read a lot of preacher books and things on manuscripts and garbage like that, you know, and it just tortured me all those years, making me wonder. Like you said, I never knew where I was saved or not. Never did until I finally heard the gospel of grace. George is gone. His wife, Judy, is gone. But their labor lives on. Even to this day, we're hearing from people who are finding our ministry of reconciliation because of them. We had to send them several shipments of Truth Time cards. They pass them out every day, everywhere, all over Florida. We even have another couple, Susan and John, I can't remember exactly, but I think they met George and Judy in in a grocery store. But anyway, that's how they found us. George and Judy handed them a card. And now they're saved and ministering reconciliation themselves. Doing the Aquila and Priscilla thing. (laughs) They're passing out TTR material all over the University of Florida. I think they're both employed there. All because of this little elderly couple they met in a grocery store. Amazing how the love of God goes to work in people when they get self out of the way and allow Him to reign in their hearts. This is how it works, folks. Tell others about WTTR, that's great. But more importantly, tell them the word of reconciliation before it's too late. The gospel, the good news, the best news ever. God wrote it through the hand of Paul. And it's not a hard concept. You can open the Bible and read it out loud, and most can understand it. Accept it? Well, that's a different story. Perhaps, but at least you can say you planted the seed. 
Most haven't heard the word of reconciliation. Our so-called preachers of the day aren't even preaching it. God's not imputing your sins. He rose on day three to give you justified eternal life. And you don't need to graduate cemetery to go tell others about this. You don't need a man's school. You need God's word. You need God's plain, not man's plain. These cemetery graduates won't do you a bit of good. Most all surveys show that around 40%, I think it's 40, could be less, come out believing that we actually have God's preserved word. And this was several years ago. That, that's probably, that number's probably dropped. After graduation, most become Bible correctors. And don't kid yourself. This is beginning to happen to those who graduate from grace schools as well. And it'll only wax worse. They graduate, leave, and become dictionary-dependent, textual critics, Bible correctors. And hey, be sure and buy my book. Stop kneeling at the altar of today's so-called scholars and get back to the basics. Study to show thy own self approved. Most of these men only teach you to question God and, and lean on them for your understanding. Paul never questioned God's word, but rather said, The things I write are the commandments of the Lord. And he also said, That which man's wisdom teacheth, mm, not so good. But we are to compare spiritual with spiritual. The Spirit wrote this book. Compare Scripture with Scripture, spiritual to spiritual. Not preacher to preacher, commentary to commentary. It don't work that way. Peter never questioned or corrected God's word either, but rather said the words he spoke were the same words God gave the holy prophets. These men had no need for the XYZ Jerusalem bookstore, now did they? No commentaries needed. To all you frauds out there, always want to talk about the original this and the original that. In the temple, when Jesus stood up to read from the prophet Isaiah, I don't recall him complaining about the translation. He didn't ask anyone for the originals. No, he read from the copies. Our Bible-correcting professors out there, you need to believe that God gave you His perfectly preserved words, black words on white pages. The Bible can then begin to open itself to you and allow you to see the truth, the truth you've been missing all these years while hanging on man's coattail, calling yourself studying the Bible when you're reading commentaries. If you'll open this book and study it from within the purview of the dispensation of grace, on God's calendar, that's where we are. The time period is but now, and the dispensation, the instructions being administered, and dispensed at this time? They're in Paul's 13 letters. Clear as can be. 
Hey, Steve, have you heard that Truth Time Radio is now streaming? No, I haven't. Yeah, I turned it on the other day and heard an awesome message on reconciliation, followed by some of my favorite songs. What? They're playing music now? Yes, sir. Grace music. I've got to go check it out. My wife will be so excited. Be sure and tell her she can ask Alexa to play it at home or listen in the car with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. It's the all-new WTTR Truth Time Radio, celebrating the word of reconciliation and songs of grace.